Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. I hope you're all having a great day, my friends, wherever you are in the world. It is a beautiful day wherever I am. And I'm sure it's a great day where you are. Uh, thank you for your support. Uh... Today I have touched a great milestone in my listens uh, and the listening numbers that have come that are on my podcast. I'm a very small podcast, okay? And I started this just because I wanted to have an opinion and share my opinion. I didn't think so many people were going to listen to me. I'm not going to see how many numbers because podcasts don't work the same way as YouTube videos, but... Wow, it's a six-figure number, and I never thought I'd be, you know, going so big. Um, And, uh, you know, it's been approximately a year that I've been doing this. I took a a three-and-a-half-month break in between because I was not well. Um, You know, that was was difficult uh, at time. I thought I'd never get my voice back, you know. Uh, I didn't think I'd get my voice back. I just couldn't talk. I didn't have the energy to talk more than five minutes at one point. And uh, it took me three and a half months, but here I am. And it's now gone, oh my God, six figures. And I'm more than six figures. And I'm I'm so happy. Uh, thank you so much for your support wherever you are, all over the world, especially in India. And even if you don't appreciate uh, my point of view, the, 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 the thing that you take, you choose to listen is, is really appreciative because democracy is a theater for discussion and debating of ideas that confusion one another. So we'll always have opposing points of view. It is not to impose our point of view on others. It's not to force others to bring to come to agree with our point of view. It is to put our our point of view out there in that theater of life. And and whoever wants to uh, sing and dance and be part of the dance of opinions, you're welcome. And you can formulate your own ideas on that, uh, whichever point you want to take, as long as we're all dancing together. Whichever tune we dance to, whichever song we dance to, whatever moves we want to make, as long as we're swinging to the motion of our cosmos, because we are all a cosmic dance. We are like the Shiva, like Lord Shiva, the cosmic, the representation of the cosmic dance. We are the cosmos. We are the co- we are forever, eternally dancing. Sanatan. And uh, every one of us, whatever label you have, whatever form, species you have, we are all part of the cosmos, the same cosmic currents and waves. It's our currents that form the waves. It's not the waves that form the currents. And we all form part. We are it's the same equation. We're cyclic. We go up and we come down. And on the inside, our energy field is the same. And that's important to understand. And I'm so grateful to be here having this opportunity. I thank the cosmos. I thank the energies of the world that give me 
this opportunity to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much once again. So today we're going to talk about something universal again. The UCC. Unified Civil Code of the Republic of India. Bharat. A time has come. Now, it is a very deep subject, a very deep subject. There is no way we can do it in one podcast. And the draft has not come out as yet, but it will. And before the 2024 elections, yes, it has to come out. Um, Because we want this unified civil code. I never knew what the Unified Civil Code was before when I was in India. I mean, we were slaves of the Catholic Church, but that was it. You know, that's the only opinion we're allowed to have. We're not allowed to have any other opinion. Today we do, and by all means. Um, I do support the Unified Civil Code. Obviously, it will come into action. Oh, there's a draft. It'll be codified. It'll be put into law. And once it's done... Um, you know, it, it's nothing is written in stone, my dear friends, and nothing is written in stone. There will be movement in the sense that it will evolve, okay? Like everything, change is constant. If you can hear noise, it's because I'm out taking a walk in the woods, okay, my dear friends? Um, so, yes, uh, it is, uh, um, you know, it's the summer and I love taking I love taking a walk in the woods. So, here I am. Uh It's a weekend, and so that's why I'm out in the woods. So anyway, law changes. Law is not constant, and law can change. Law is, um, okay, so even if if they put in something, it will be... It will be adjusted over time, just like the GST... um, you know, just like anything else, just like a constitution, which was amended, okay, by the Indian uh, Marxist Congress. Um, and uh, here we go. Uh, the UCC will come in. Okay. As usual, I'm, I'm okay, let's just start, go backwards. Everyone's going to have its opinion because India is a pluralistic land and they will have multiples of, uh, you know, tribes and, and f- cultures and things like that. But we all need one single central pole and that is the constitution and its law. However, uh, there will always be people who are for it and there will always be people who oppose it. That is a given. Okay, it's part of life. So don't have to get so aggravated because democracy is a theater of ideas. It's about ideas which we can debate each other, challenge each other and and love each other at the same time but having opposing ideas. You don't have to hate each other. You don't have to kill each other. You don't have to degrade each other. You don't have to call each other phobic. Yeah. It's about the theory of ideas because democracy is cyclic just as we are cyclic because we are currents and waves. It's our currents that form the waves. So there will always be, we are frequencies, there will always be a frequency opposing us. The pendulum will always swing to different sides and it's normal, it's natural. But if you have an idea, hold your own. So there will be opposing ideas and it's going to get heated as usual. Try and keep your calm. And there are channels out there already asking people questions, opinion, laying the foundation, the groundwork for opinions and debates. 
Uh, and the older people, without even it coming into, into a draft, the older people saying, we are going to oppose it. Guess who that, those people are? The one and only beautiful, peaceful community. Or not so peaceful, as we will say. Well, not everyone, obviously, but some people. Okay, But some people will just do it for the sake of because they absolutely despise Modi. They despise the BJP and they despise Hindus. Uh, and that's what I want to talk about today. I belong, I used to belong to uh, the Christian community, which is now called a minority. We are not allowed to call ourselves minorities. Okay, Within our communities, we don't call ourselves minorities. Uh, we don't. Uh... Yes, so this is what I'm trying to say. Just bear with me here. One minute. Uh, yeah, sorry. Someone just came my way. Uh, I apologize for that. Yes, so um, there's always going to be some people who are going to oppose. But we have... Small, we have minority communities, and I belong to that minority community. We would never, I never heard the word minority majority before when I was there. We were not, we never mentioned it, okay. Um, but now that people are leaving, and because people are leaving, they're so scared of their own shadows, they're own scared that their own people are revolting against them. They are crying minorities because it's crumbling, imploding on the inside. Uh, and in order to camouflage the implosion, okay, the people are angry within their own communities, with their own leaders, with their own socialist leaders, with their own ideological leaders, the priests, the mullahs, the padres. They're screaming minority majority, but they're not taking responsibility. They're blaming the Hindus. So this minority majority community is part of what I was and I still am in the sense that, you know, that's how. That's what influences me, because I was part of this Roman Catholic, and now they're one of the groups that are big supporters of the Indian National Congress, who are going to go against this. And obviously, the other group is is Islam. Uh, now, both these groups. Now, I think only the Christians in India don't have their own law. Okay, so they follow the Indian Code, the Civil Code. Uh, they follow. The code for you know that is general. Um, I've not known of any law that's special for Christians. Nor did they ever ask for any law. I mean, really, we we don't really follow anything. Uh, but just for the sakes of going against uh, the BJP, they will oppose this, and the priests, the padres, will and are already laying the foundation to spit on this law. It is a given, okay? Anything that the BJP does, they, they spit on it, okay? Um, the farm laws, okay? Farm laws, the priests were overworked. They worked overtime, and they brainwashed the Christians to oppose this law, Okay, they say, oh, we are against the law. I mean, none of them even live in these, they are farmers. How many Christians are farmers? What do they care? They want their food on their table. The farm laws were put into action to give the farmers more um, control over their own farming, over their own um, 
uh, grain, they produce their own hard work and to put them on the free market. That's what, what the farm laws were for. The farm laws. Uh, and if nothing is done within 15 years, we'll have a big drought in India. Big drought. They're not going to cry. Who's going to cry then? They're going to blame the Hindus. They're going to blame the corruption Hindus. Oh, corruption India. They're going to blame everyone. But they will not say they oppose the farm laws when the time came to change and make those changes. But the priests in India are, did everything in their power to, to brainwash the Christian communities against the farm laws. And they told the Christian communities that the BJP is the cancer of India. Can you believe that? This, this is what they told. Now, and I heard this so many times. Okay, not once. Uh, obviously, the Muslims said no too. Um, although 87, 87% of the farmers were pro-farm laws. Having said that, obviously, the establishments got together to, degrade, to destroy Modi. They're going to go against it now, although they have nothing to do with it. But they will oppose it just for the sake of opposing. Because from the time we are born, we are brainwashed to believe that Hindus are the worst thing that happened to the planet. Hindus are corrupt. Hindus are, Hindus are filthy. Hindus are dirt. Hindus are ignorant Hindus they cannot see Hindus are cheaters all Gujaratis are cheaters we cannot take that someone is better than us someone works harder than us we are brainwashed to believe that we are the supremacists of the world we are the perfect people of the world only we have the answers if someone else has a success story beyond what we believe in He's automatically a cheater. So when we look at the world from this point of view, we will never ally or align with the government uh, for any type of success. And because the country was led by these Abrahamic groups for the last 1300 years, you see where the country has gone down the drain from where we were with the Gupta era. And in came the Abrahamic refugees of that time uh, from the Middle East, uh, you know, the Jews, the Hebrews, the Christians. They came as refugees. Then after that came the invasions. And look at where we were from a civilization with universities and money and power and gold. We have gone down to nothing. The last 75 years, the secular government has ruled this country in conjunction with the relics of these colonial empires who are not call themselves minorities and we have gone from whatever was left we have gone to zero okay because they need to keep the country down because the country is known as Hindustan it, it is not an Abrahamic country but they need to degrade and destroy Hindustan the Hindu mind the Hindu the Hindu concept show them as cow sellers uh, cow worshippers, ignorant, corrupt people, and destroy them and resurrect this land in the image of their Abrahamic uh, invasions. And so they, their goal is to destroy India from the inside completely. Now, this is not the ideology of every single person. It is the ideology of the establishment. The establishment is using the people and they're brainwashing the people. The people don't want to destroy India. So Mr. and Mrs. Everyday doesn't want to in destroy India. But 
the establishment wants to. And they break us and recreate us in the image that of their agenda. And so they will use, uh, they will use uh, the God-forsaken uh, people on the ground, brainwash them to vote against it. They will use this as another tool, as another nail in the coffin. And that is what Abrahamic groups are. The Islamic groups are the same. Why? Because the moment there is, the moment there is one law, all these mullahs and tullahs will not have any power. Their power will wane because we don't depend on them anymore. We don't need them. Okay, they are not there. They're only there for power. They're not there for anything else. I mean, if we if we breed, we don't need them. For food, we don't need them. For our schooling, we don't need them. For our knowledge, we don't need them. Their books are ancient and retarded. If, if for lack of a better term, I apologize for that. Their books don't make sense. They're not scientific. They're not physics. They're not biology. They're nothing. They're just ignorant. What is there for us? We don't need them anymore. So they, all they do is control of our mind and brainwash us to, to depend on them. That's all they are. There's nothing. And they brainwash us that we're going to some heaven, some God, which does not exist. Okay? And this all comes from the flat earth mentality. And then they hit you with this phobia, Islamophobia, transphobia, xenophobia, minority phobia. They play the divide and rule only to control your mind. And that's all they are there for. The moment you remove this fear psychosis, they don't need you. You don't need them. So the fear comes with the necessity to hang on to them. The moment you have the UCC, you will not need them. They will not be able, you, they, you won't need them. You don't need to depend on them. For law, you go to the courts. You don't need them at all. And so because you don't need them, they will do everything to put a spoke in the wheel for you. Um, that's why they don't want equality. They want to keep you in the past, the, twin, the, the 7th century or the 1st century AD. They pretend to be modern, but they are not. So they indoctrinate you with this concept of faith that doesn't exist. The faith doesn't exist. There's no such thing as faith. Faith is what? You can't see the faith. Why you, do you need a man? Um, so why do I need to be a minority when, when the farmers making my food don't, you know, you don't uh, grow your crops on minority majority. When I walk on the street, the people who laid the streets, they, they don't build the street minority majority. Why do I need a segregated society? Because they want power and they want us, they want to use our human capital to resurrect this, their empires and destroy Vedic India. The UCC will take away their power, their colonial power and their colonial hangover to destroy India from the inside at the end of the day so they keep us segregated they keep us as inequal with, with unequal rights they make us dependent on them they spit they use our mind to spit uh, fear uh, as a fear psychosis they play this fear psychosis from the time we are born and they get us to oppose anything that the government does okay in the name of some God that they never seen. 
they force us to have a split personality. That means for Christians, we have to be loyal to the Vatican or to some other church or some other denominations. That is what they're doing. The Muslims, they are loyal to the Sharia, uh, to God, who is sits in either Arabia, who sits in Turkey. The Caliph is, is Erdogan, who sits in Turkey. They sit uh, uh, for Shias, they sit in Iran. So that's what they're doing. That's basically, they are loyal to those people. They are loyal to Pakistan. They are loyal, they are loyal to Bangladesh. They are loyal to everyone else except to the Indian constitution. Then why are you here? Because they know that in any of these countries, they won't have rights. They don't have the ability to have dignity of life or rights. And so they want to sit here because we're giving them free rights. That's what we are. We're giving them free rights, free food. They're, but they don't want to admit it because they are so brainwashed. They cannot see. This hypocrisy has become normal to them. They don't see. That goes my phone. They don't see anything more. The hypocrisy is normal. It, it, this, they have got used to the slime. It is a normal for them. We don't see the difference between the slime that surrounds us and the slime that we are swallowing has been fed to us because we've been swimming in the slime for so long we have it's got comfortable you know if you see dirt all the time it becomes normal you don't see the difference but this is what it is and they know that we are leaving they know that there are many people leaving there are many people questioning from the inside there are many people who are just standing up and and small small things they are questioning and they're doing they, they it's a it's an exodus that they cannot put their fingers on they can't control our minds because we have knowledge. And the moment that knowledge is backed by law, that's it. So they're going to oppose it. And in the name of equality, uh, in, uh, of some excuse, okay, they will oppose it. And they will talk about division, nafrat. Uh, they will talk about hate. What's hate got to do? We're bringing the country together. No. Nope. They will talk, they invent hate. Nafrat ke dukan. Who is the Nafrat ke dukan? The three fingers pointing back at them from their homes. That is the Nafrat ke dukan. Every single home. Um, and this is exactly what we are. And as, a, as a, f- a former minority, someone who grew up in these so-called utopian minorities, uh, I can tell you this is what is going on. It's already started, eh? Uh, they cannot see beyond the tip of their nose because it's brainwashed to the core um i i remember the ca what the, what were they saying the ca they were saying oh we don't have equal rights uh, muslims don't have equal rights muslims don't have this hindus are fascist bjp is fascist and so they opposed the ca now the ucc is bringing everyone together and giving them equal rights they're still saying Oh, now, oh, now we don't want it. But you're giving equal rights that exactly you were opposed to in the CAA. Why are you now? Why? Why are you against it? Because it's not that they're against anything. They do not want India to survive. That is the long and short of the story. For Islam, the Islamic groups, the, the, um, the organizations for Islamic groups, the descendants of the Razakars, which is... Ovesi and his all India Muslim AUIML um, um, 
they want to destroy India from the inside. Okay, they their allegiance is not to India. Their allegiance is to break India and resurrect the Mughal Empire. That's what it is. They don't see that the Pakistan that they had is gone down the drain. India is stayed afloat only because of Hindus, because. We are an open society where we can challenge the status quo. In Pakistan, you cannot challenge the status quo. The moment you can challenge the status quo, whoever is right or wrong, whatever your labels, challenge it from the inside. You can rise up. The, you can change. You can evolve. You can put in, um, you know, uh, breakers. You can put in stops, and you can evolve. But if you do not evolve, you stay stagnant, which is what these Abrahamic-controlled countries are. You will fall down. Why do you think Europe gave up Christianity and they become agnostic? Why? Because the church was so sadistic. The church put blocks into everything everyone did, from dowry to um, to uh, to everything, to marriage, to uh, schooling, to universities. Do you know that one time in in Canada, I was told the, the Roman Catholic Church. Um, what they used to do is even even if um, a woman needed to go to a hospital, and this was in the 20th century, I'm not talking in the 15th century, in the 20th century, if you needed to go to a hospital, um, a woman had, to, had this, needed the signatures of a man, okay? If you had to, um, if you signed a check, a woman could not sign a check if the man did not sign it. So she had, if she was dying and there was no man, then at that point, she, she would die. And this only changed in the Second World War because there were so many people who went to war and died and never came back. So the women had to survive during this time. So they allowed the women certain rights. And when they realized, afterwards the women realized that, look, we can do anything that the men did. That's when even when the men gave up, they refused to go back to their old habits and say, well, I had the rights before. Why can't I do it now? And that's when... The church lost its power. There was a silent revolution. Uh, the women stopped going to church, stopped uh, aligning with the church. They said, we don't need you. We can do it. Because in their mind earlier, they did not think that they could do it. They were brainwashed. That they could not be individual. They could not be separate. They could not be at peace with themselves. They could not depend on themselves. With the Second World War and the men gone to war, they realized they could do anything. It was just a question of you know, putting your mind to it and, and, and doing it. You can. It's just that they were stopped and they were made to believe that they couldn't do it. They couldn't live without the men. And that's how they got their freedoms. And the women's rights um, went forward from there. Uh, but otherwise, the women's second-class citizens. And that's why the church, because they were so sadistic, they lost. And that is exactly what has happened in India. The church has kept everyone back. And they're still on the back, in the back door keeping everyone back and, and making us believe that no, it's the Hindus the problem, but the problem always starts in your home. The problem doesn't start in the streets. Stop the violence in your homes and you will stop the violence in your streets. Stop the violence in your streets and you will stop the violence at your borders. Because it's our currents that form the waves. Before we're minorities and majorities, we are just currents and waves. We are cosmic energy field. And this energy field flows with currents. And it's your currents that form the waves. Um, and so the church will stop it. The Islamic organizations will stop it. And in the name of these two, only two colonial empires, 
okay? And that colonial hangover, all these opposition parties will create a havoc in India and bring this country to a standstill and pretend that the world is coming to an end, which is exactly what they do have been doing. And this is exactly what they have done for the last 75 years. They have stopped any progress because they do not want this country to progress. They want this country to implode on the inside so they can resurrect it with their flattered ideology and destroy it uh, to their detriment, to our detriment and to their benefit. Uh, but it's never going to work because the earth is not flat. And these ideologies are sadistic, whether it's Christianity and whether it's Islam. It, it has never worked anywhere. It has never worked anywhere. They've been at war forever and they've made the Indian subcontinent a theater of war for the Abrahamic ideologies, which have been fighting and arguing and spilling blood for three thousand years and they are still doing this they refuse to take their responsibility they refuse to stop because they are so sadistically brainwashed and that is important to understand and that's why europe has given up it's christianity and then they're becoming agnostic now it's a culture the, the 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 church has no no legal authority and that's why they don't want to give up asia because asia is their last hope. If, if Asians give up Christianity and if they give up Islam, then what is left for these religions? Nothing. These colonial hangers, their debris, their debris field of, of violence and ignorance and narcissism is, is, will only remain a debris field. They need the theater of the Indian subcontinent and of Asia to continue their proxy wars and their um, perception of supremacy. They need the Indian subcontinent. So that's why they want to continue to, to make believe to the world. Let's see, the world needs us because we have to save the world from this big bad idol to group that is destroying the world, that is destroying Christians and Muslims. We need to re remain uh, alive. We re need to remain um, alive to to save these people but in reality they just want to run their proxy uh, civil wars on the Indian subcontinent and make us a theater for their bloodshed and their ignorance and their perceived supremacy and they will do this with the UCC they have already started brainwashing telling their people that this is this is nothing but you know a political move I mean, the Indian constitution has said, and five Supreme Court judges have said that we need the UCC. It is there in the history books. It is there um, in, our, in the past. It has been said, and it's on, on, on record. Five Supreme Court judges have said it. We need the UCC. And there will be different people who will have to come together and compromise and say, Yes, for the sake of, yes, I have my culture, but at the end, the law, the law is the law. I, I still need to be equal. And there will be people happy or not happy, but they will oppose it. Uh, just like they oppose everything else, because we are brainwashed from the, the birth to believe that they are different from the people who are opposed to us, when in reality, we are all the same. The labels do not define who we are. Our cosmic energy field is one. We are 
an energy field. Like the currents of the ocean. Okay, you might have the waves are different, but it's the same currents, the same water, the same ocean. Similarly, what's controlling that ocean, that currents, the energy field below the earth? Those are the same energy field that control the species of life. And we are the same. We're not different from each other. We don't have different, we might have different man-made cultures, but our requirements of security, uniformity, our requirements of equality are the same. And we, just as we brainwashed us ourselves to believe that we belong to this culture, we can also tell ourselves that, yes, we can also, we don't need this culture. We need to be secure. We need to be equal. We need to have equal rights. And like a, like a, like a piano, we'll go up and down. Musical, the music will form. But we're same. we're just part of the music. Uh, the, this is the theater of democracy where we will sing the tunes of opposition and agreement, of exchange of ideas, but we will all have to guarantee certain basic rights for all of us. And over time we will involve, and it's our commitment to the country and to the generations to come, to evolve and put in checks and balances to be better. There's never any time that's going to be perfect, but we will be better. But we have to give this gift to the next generation. And so we have to compromise. We have to take a step backwards in order to, to, to go forward. And if you, if you agree with your country, you have to start somewhere. If you are a patriot, if you want, if you love this land, if you want to continue living on this land and, and enjoy the fruits of her bounty, you also have to give back to the country and not to some foreign empire that came and invaded and butchered your ancestors. Uh, you're not a relic of an empire. You're a proud product of your Vedic ancestors. Uh, Pluralistic and beautiful. And we can all rise, heal and be better and contribute to better unified civil court uh, to start off with and then evolve slowly by slowly. Don't let people control your mind. You take your decision. You are, in, you are intelligent enough to take your decision. You're intelligent enough to make your, do your homework and understand that you're not going to get everything you want. But as the basics are okay, and sure. And you will evolve over time. So on that note, I take your leave. I thank you for your time. This conversation will continue. The Unite, Unified Civil Code. Over time, as a draft comes on and people will discuss and different points of view, it'd be fantastic. Imagine our ancestors never had this opportunity to discuss. Our parents never had this opportunity to discuss. We have this opportunity to discuss. And already we are on a better standing that we have these opportunities that our ancestors never had. So right off the bat, we have to say thank you. In the days gone by, the Indian National Congress did not ask us if they wanted to put uh, socialism into the country. They did not ask us if they wanted to put secularism into the civil code. But they did it without our permission. And now they're trying to believe that, oh, yes, we, they must ask us, where did you ask the people of the 1970s? No, you just put it in. And similarly, the civil court, the constitution, did you ask us? No, it was built on the back of the empires that control us. Our constitution has a lot of Europe in it. 
why why not about why not us why don't we have a constitution that defines us are we still relics of empires or are we proud products of our vedic ancestors ladies and gentlemen um it's time to heal it's time to come together and we can all do this together whether we agree or don't agree there has got to be one basic foundation strong and beautiful for our generations to come and it will happen on that note i take your leave i thank you for your time and i wish you very well to heal all of us together because we are all united we are all human we are all the same species of life thank you cheers and stay safe